What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sports and Stilettos Podcast. I am your host, Breezy. You can follow me on Twitter at your host underscore Breezy. You can also follow the show on Instagram at Sports and Stilettos Podcast. Now, let's get this thing cracking. Y'all already know what week it is. It is Dallas week, one week ahead of our bye week. And... I mean, I feel the same as everybody else. You know, we need to see a very um, put together, a very cohesive Eagles win this week. I, I think that this is one of the most anticipated matchups of the year, you know, especially for the Eagles. National media, obviously, is going to blow it out of proportion as well. But everybody keeps talking about Dak Prescott versus Jalen Hurts when it's really Dak Prescott versus the number one defense in the league, and then Jalen Hurts versus the Dallas defense. Uh, Sorry, I I don't know where they're ranked, but regardless, both of these teams are very evenly matched at this point in the season. Um, The Eagles right now are a three-point favorite at home. You know, we're 3-0 at home, which is why I understand the the three-point favorite um, line. You know, it's... It's going to be a war. It's going to be a very, very tough battle come Sunday afternoon. The last time that Dallas won in Philly, and we all remember this one, (laughs) it was like 51-26. That was January 8th of 2022. All of the Eagles backups were in because we we were in the playoff. Like, the game really didn't matter. And, you know, Dak Prescott decided to run it up. And um, that was the last time that they won in Philadelphia. And before that... It was November 11th of 2018. So Dallas winning in Philly is not something that happens very often, at least in the last like 10 years. So, you know, I'm not I'm not entirely worried about it. But again, it's going to be a dogfight. Like I mentioned earlier, the Eagles are three and oh at home. Dallas is two and two on the road. And we saw what happened in their two losses this year. Um, one against San Fran and the other against Arizona. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the Eagles are definitely better defensively than both of those teams. So, you know, again, it's going to be a dogfight. Uh, Dallas is two and two after a win this year and Philly is five and one. Um, and then also Dallas is oh and one as an away underdog. Betting purposes. So, you know, I don't really I don't really count that last one, you know, 0-1 as an away underdog because divisional games are played very differently. And we know that. We saw how hard Washington, Washington came here and gave us hell in two games for no reason. You know what I mean? Like, so it's it's again, dogfight. So um let's Let's start with the Eagle or with the offenses here. Um, Eagles offense are seven and one, averaging about 28 points per game. Um, I think my biggest thing in this is that we have to stop with the self-inflicted wounds, the turnovers, the interceptions. Like why Jalen be more (laughs) self-aware, please. It's, it's so uncharacteristic. That, that Jalen has eight interceptions on the year right now. 
eight interceptions. But these are caused by poor decisions, throwing into double coverage. Yes, we have A.J. Brown. Yes, we have Devontae Smith. Yes, we have Dallas Goddard. But that still doesn't mean that you can throw into double and triple coverage and expect your guy to go up and get it. Defenses are getting very, very smart. They're getting faster. And some of these things, these tricks and and all of that are not going to work anymore. So let's stop trying to be a highlight reel and let's start being more aware of where these defensive players are in proximity to your guy and make better decisions. Make better decisions, please. Because the last thing that we need is to get off to a bad start, a slow start versus the Dallas Cowboys. We absolutely 100% cannot do it. We can't. Because that'll be another self-inflicted wound. Now, play calling and execution needs to be better. Brian Johnson, why are we not getting better in the red zone? What is going on with this? How is it that we are kicking field goals and we're inside the five? Like this is, it's getting ridiculous at this point. Like, I don't, I don't even think I've seen the game start with an up-tempo offense at all this season. And please correct me if I'm wrong, but those first 15 plays of the game and that first drive are usually scripted. So you know what's going on. You know what's happening. You can go up-tempo. Keep the defense on their heels. I don't recall seeing the, the, the Philadelphia Eagles doing that this year. And it's partially probably because they've declined, you know, when they won the toss. But still, still, when the offense gets out there, why are we not running an up-tempo offense? We've seen it work. Multiple times, multiple years, we've seen that up-tempo offense work. And we've seen it happen late in games when they need to get a score. We've seen it happen. So I think that starting this game with an up-tempo offense is really going to get the Eagles into a rhythm. It's going to keep the Cowboys on their heels. And that's probably the best mix of things that you can ask for as long as we actually score at the end of it. I love Jake Elliott. I really do. And I'm so happy he is on this team. But I do not want to see him kicking 60 and 61 yard field goals so that we can get points. I don't kick the extra point. That's it. That's all I need you here for right now. (laughs) Like you cannot beat this Dallas Cowboys team scoring field goals. You can't. You absolutely cannot. And you absolutely cannot beat this Dallas Cowboys team making mistakes. Because one thing that I have seen the Dallas Cowboys do, that defense will pick you apart on your mistakes. They absolutely 100% will. So this offense has to be sharp. And as long as they're sharp, we're probably going to see the best. I mean, I can't imagine Jalen Hurts being any better, but we're probably going to see a very balanced and very efficient offense as long as they stay sharp on Sunday. And balanced Utilize the strengths of the offense and take advantage of the weaknesses in Dallas's defense. I need to know why, and I and I I totally understand 
uh, AJ Brown breaking the record. I totally get it. That is my guy. Love him. I love that he did that. It's fantastic. But we've thrown the run game down to the wayside. And if you guys have already been following me, you know how much I dislike getting down to the red zone and Kenny Gainwell is in the game running the ball for what for what you're getting stuffed in the backfield you're fumbling you're doing everything but scoring and going forward where is deandre swift i understand running backs need to take a play or two off but listen <laughs> brian johnson if 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 deandre swift is going to be resting at any point on sunday afternoon put boston scott in there I do not want to see Kenny Gainwell's jersey on that field while the Eagles are inside the 20 at all. At all. And that is no exaggeration. That is not a joke. I don't want to see him. Not even a little bit. Dallas is allowing 138 rushing yards per game on the road. 138. And they're averaging, allowing 108 on the year. The Eagles are rushing an average of 150 yards per game at home. 132 rushing yards on average on the year. If DeAndre Swift isn't rushing for 150 yards come Sunday and two touchdowns, I'm going to be very upset. I am, I'm going to be very upset. We need to run the ball down their throats. From kick from kickoff to those the clocks hits zero. Period. And with Jalen Hurts, I have him as my quarterback on my fantasy team. I do not want to see that man run. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it because every time he gets hit and he gets up and he's gimpy and I I just I can't. I can't. It hurts my heart too much. Use DeAndre Swift. Use the pieces around you to win the game. This is not all on you anymore, Jalen. It's not. An effective quarterback uses the pieces around him to win the game. That's what you need to do. Use DeAndre Swift. Use A.J. Brown. Use Devontae Smith. Use Dallas Goddard. You don't have to do it all by yourself. And this offensive line, if this man gets sacked on Sunday, I'm going to write a personal letter to each and every one of y'all because it, no, no, we, y'all need to pick it up. Y'all need to get it together. You know, I'm not even going to sit here and criticize Jeff Stoutland because he is one of the best, if not the best offensive line coaches in the NFL ever. But the execution of this offensive line and them not holding their ground needs to change. You got to be better. Got to be better. Give Jalen time. And Jalen, you got to be quicker. You're you got to be you got to be quicker, bud. Got to be quicker. Now, shifting over to Dallas's offense. You guys know I put in a futures bet <laughs> for Dak Prescott to go over um, I think I got it at 11 and a half interceptions on the year. Right now, he is at five, I believe. Um, but there's still plenty of time. 
still plenty of time in the season for him to get to 12. So, you know, whatever. We're just going to ride that one out. But uh, Dallas is 5-2. and two. They're averaging also 28 points a game. This is why I said um, these two teams are very evenly matched as far as offense and defense. Um, and their defenses have their, their specific strengths, too. Um, top receivers, uh, C.D. Lamb, obviously, um, he's averaging 90 yards per game, 13, almost 14 yards per reception. Uh, Michael Gallup, he's, uh, he's, you know, averaging about 32 yards per game, 11 yards per reception. And then Tony Pollard out of the backfield. 25 yards per game, about seven, a little under seven yards per reception. So your top three guys are pretty much walking first downs. Like, okay, these guys need to be held in check. They have to. And like I said earlier, Dallas, or maybe I didn't mention this, but Dallas is two and two on the road. They've played four road games this year. Dak has been sacked 10 times. He's thrown four interceptions, and he's only thrown three passing touchdowns in those four road games compared to them blowing people out at home. On the road, he's he's not that fantastic. He's very average, okay? He only scored 16 points versus Arizona. He was sacked twice in that game and threw an interception. And then they only got 10 points versus San Francisco. He was sacked three times and also threw three interceptions. You know, they're they're running the ball. Average is very middle of the pack um, as far as running the ball. Average about four yards per carry. But they're not scoring many, many rushing touchdowns. And now they're getting ready to face the top rushing defense in the league. The Eagles are averaging about 65 to 67, I believe, rush yards per game. That's on the year. So I'm looking forward to seeing how Desai has this team matched up against this Dallas offense, who we know could go off at any point. You know, we're not naive, okay? But at the same time, if you get to them when you need to, it's going to cause issues for the Dallas offense. Period. So shifting over to the defenses, going to start with the Eagles. Some things that I really want to see in this game, I want to see in-game adjustments. Now we saw Desai make adjustments, I forget which opponent it was, but we saw in-game adjustments be made, not waiting until halftime. We saw adjustments being made on the sideline while the offense was on the field, and then executing as soon as the defense went back out there. That's what we need to see. Waiting until halftime against Dallas is not going to work. It is not going to work. These adjustments need to be made on the sideline as soon as issues come up. Period. We know that the players are very are very um, boisterous about what works and what is not working on the field. They're in it. So that communication between them and Desai has got to happen on the sidelines as soon as possible. Also, it's going to be a physical game. We know this. 
outside of just it being the division, the Eagles and Cowboys always play physical ball. The more this defense can get to Dak Prescott, the more mistakes he's going to make. We, we saw it versus San Francisco. He was sacked three times and he threw three interceptions, scoring 10 points. We have to make sure that this defensive line is getting home. We have to. You know, Dallas's offensive line is not spectacular, you know, but they can still, you know, they can still hold a defense. But let's make sure that they can't hold our defense. Okay. Jalen Carter, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's on the injury report. Um, it's only Tuesday, so I guess his game status is going to be determined Thursday or Friday this week. So I'm hoping that he plays. As If he plays, there's no doubt in my mind at all that the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win. There's no doubt. So Jalen Carter, still not sure if he's going to play or not. That's going to be up in the air. If he doesn't, this defensive line has is, is, is got to step up. I want to see more Nolan Smith playing. You know, Hassan Reddick has been phenomenal since getting that little cast off of his thumb. He's been great. You know, this defensive line is getting a lot of push. These linebackers are coming up, hitting these gaps and getting a lot of push on this on these offensive lines that they face so far. So I want to see more of that. I want to see people step up when they need to. And then, speaking of stepping up, <laughs> this secondary. I Listen, I might just buy a bottle of alcohol for Sunday afternoon because I'm good we know I'm gonna be stressed okay watching this game because if the secondary plays like they played versus Washington I am not going to be okay I'm not gonna be okay you're facing Lamb Ferguson Gallup uh Brandon Cooks Tony Pollard like you're 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 facing all of these players and if your strength is in the run game, then you absolutely have to be on your P's and Q's in that passing game. Absolutely. So, Bradbury, you, you, he, okay. Breathe. Bradbury's getting burned like a fire pit versus Washington. For no reason. And the fact that he did, he couldn't get it corrected is mind-blowing to me. Like, you're a veteran. You just got paid. You just got paid mad money to stay here. And you giving it up like that versus Washington? Come on. You should be doing much more than what we saw you doing. Looked like you couldn't make a tackle. You looked like you were like, I, I don't know, maybe maybe you're hurt or something. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever it is, fix it. Okay? Fix it. And fix it quick. Because I don't want to see what we saw versus Washington again. It was embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. And then you got the young guys. Sidney Brown, Nicobe Dean, Zach Cunningham. 
I think with them, I'm not going to be as harsh because they're young. They're getting game reps, which is what you want your, your young players to get. But you, you also need them to be smart. A lot of these guys, as hard as they hit, they're still letting plays get past them. And situational awareness is very, very key when it comes to the NFL. You have to be aware of who has the ball. You have to be aware of where you are on the field. And you got to tackle. Please, for the love of God, tackle. And we know Sidney Brown's not scared to hit nobody. So I want to see, you know, I want to see a lot of him come Sunday, you know, um, losing, losing our, now nah, I can't even think of his name. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is crazy. Um, losing Avante Maddox, you know, for the year again is, is probably the one thorn in our side. I probably for the last, you know, two years, three years. And it's hard to replace a player like that especially when the players behind him are all very young. And I think, you know, Desai is, is, is going to have to make some changes. I don't, I don't know if Sidney Brown's going to be the best person to play in the slot um, or not. You know, he's, he's very physical, you know. Um, he's very, very fast. But is it, is it the best position that's going to bring out those strengths? We don't know. So hopefully Desai, you know, puts a game plan together that, that utilizes his strengths. You know, N'Kobe Dean, get better. You know, you're, you're, you're the, you're the quarterback of this defense. So we need, we need a little bit more from you. A little bit more. Um, and then yeah, read Blankenship and 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 Kevin. You know, Kevin said it best after after last week's game. You know, it was a very very ugly win, very ugly. But he said, "New, uh, just getting to a new team is not an excuse to play the way that I played." I couldn't have said it any better. I agree. You've been here five days, right? Before that game, or four days, something like that. But you're a veteran safety in this league. So be better. And I expect I expect the defense to clean up a lot of the issues that we saw last week very, very quickly. I really do. And I want to see. I want to see a better defense come out here on Sunday afternoon. Because if we don't. Lord have mercy. R.I.P. to that liquor bottle because. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be done. Not with the team, but I'm gonna be over it. Now shifting over to Dallas's defense, the all and I've said this plenty of times. The only two people that I am worried about on Dallas's defense is Micah Parsons and Deron Bland. Those are the only two people that I pay attention to when the Cowboys games are on. Micah Parsons has six sacks on the season. He's a terror. He is an absolute terror for offensive linemen because he can line up anywhere. He's fast. And, you know, he reminds me, he reminds me a lot of Max Crosby in the game that we saw literally last night. He reminds me a lot of him. And 
Um, he reminds me a lot of um, Aaron Darnold when the Eagles and the Rams played each other. You know, they were the Rams were trying to figure out where they can line Donald up along the line for him to get home. And I feel like the Cowboys are doing the same thing with Micah Parsons. You know, he's a very, very good, talented defensive player. I'm never going to say that he is terrible because he's not. So the Eagles are going to have their hands full when it comes to him. And then you have Deron Bland. He's got four interceptions on the year. Three of them are returned for touchdowns. This is my biggest thing of why I said we cannot make mistakes. We cannot throw into double coverage. We cannot think that our guy is going to go up and get it and Deron Bland is within five yards. It's not going to work. Because he is, he is a DB that will go up and get it and return it for six. We've seen it happen three times now. So, you know, again, the the Eagles, the, both teams are going to have their hands full. Both teams are going to have their hands full. The defenses are going to play probably lights out unless, you know, one of the offenses can't get back on the field. So it's going to be a lot of give and take. It's going to be a lot of give and take. Like I said, it's going to be a war. But it's going to be such a great game to watch. Because you have two two quarterbacks that have their strengths and that also have their flaws. But I think the biggest thing is how each quarterback... like rises above or rises to the occasion when these mistakes are made. And we've seen Jalen Hurts. We've seen Jalen Hurts get past those mistakes and win the game. And then we've seen Dak Prescott crumble when he's made mistakes, which is where these two losses come from. You know, I said earlier in the season, you know, talking to some Dallas fans, it's, it's really it really comes down to consistency. Are you consistently winning despite the mistakes that you make in a game? Or are you crumbling because of the mistakes that you make in a game? One quarterback is consistently winning. The other is crumbling. So it's going to be a great game. It really, really is. It's going to be a great game to watch. I'm excited for it. You know, Dallas plays around... Dallas comes to Philly and plays around my birthday every year. Um, Eagles are always on a bye my birthday weekend. <laughs> so I can never get to a game on my actual birthday. But, you know, this is as close This is as close to, to you know, a, a good birthday game that I can expect. And I wouldn't want anything more than to see the Eagles whoop the Cowboys' ass come Sunday. I can't wait. But uh, some predictions for the game. I wouldn't be surprised if this game ends up being low scoring. I think these defenses are going to come out and they're going to play lights out. I think they're going to play very physical and aggressive. And it's really going to be which defense keeps the other's offense off the field. That's really what it's going to come down to. Because both of these offenses struggle in the red zone, which I think is weird. Um, I think Dallas is at like somewhere around 40% in the red zone. 
and Philly is like right above 50%. So it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a battle in the trenches. Which can be some of the best games that you can watch. And it's really going to tell you which team has that dog in them. Because if you can't come out in the NFL and play lights out and it be ugly and low scoring and and whatever, not going to make it far. Not going to make it far. But I do think that the Philadelphia Eagles will win. It's going to be ugly. I feel like it's going to be a very ugly win. But I think the Eagles win 23-17. That'll be my score. Um, It's very possible that the Eagles could get up over 30 points. Um, Each of their three wins have been 30 points or more. Um, Team total, by the way. Um, So I wouldn't be surprised if they get up over 30, you know, 30, 33, something like that. So wouldn't be surprised at that. But that's only if this defense does what they need to do and that the offense utilizes short fields and and Dallas Cowboy mistakes. That's really what it comes down to. So. That is going to conclude this episode, Dallas Week, on the pod. Um, make sure you're following me on Twitter at your host underscore breezy. I post all of my uh, sports betting, plays, tickets, all that stuff for you guys to follow on that site. Um, also, you guys know I am partnered with one of the best player prop analytic websites out there, props.cash. If you want to utilize their site, they have a website, they have an app. The information on there is flawless. Absolutely flawless. You can use promo code BREEZY, B-R-E-E-Z-Y, and you can get 25% off your first month when you sign up online and be able to to expand your your betting repertoire. Because why not? We all want to win money, right? So, yeah, this is going to be a good game. I can't wait. Uh, Like I said, Eagles, um, Eagles are going to win probably ugly 23-17 or they're going to they're going to go up over 30 points and it probably be 30, 31 or 33 to 17, something like that. But I really don't think that Dallas scores a whole lot of points. They 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 don't really score a lot of points on the road. So I'm not expecting that much from them. But the Eagles at home, I will always trust that. So let's get it. Until next time, everybody, peace and love.